Good morning. Hello, everyone. Oh, we hope that you had a good weekend. Yes, and welcome back to another episode of Connected and Committed Podcast. Yes, this is a weekend for us, actually. This is the start of the weekend. It's Saturday morning when we're recording this. We have a long weekend ahead of us. but Fun it's, stuff. Yeah, but it's going to be fun. I'm really excited because we're, we're going to Houston to do a photo shoot for my clothing brand, and I'm really excited because I feel like it's the first time that I do something that really looks like me and that is like really according to my vision. Hmm. I'm really excited. It's going to be fun. It's exciting to see. It's really exciting to see your partner um, do something that makes him really happy and to see them thrive in it. You know, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously we have stuff together, but you doing something that makes you feel good on your own. It's just it's really exciting. artsy and I just love fashion. And obviously there's still like some things I could, I'm like, oh, I wish this could be more like this or like that. Cause you know, I guess perfectionism and yeah. it's also very vulnerable to be creative. So, you know, it's like showing to the world what you think is cool and being okay with the world saying like, yeah, it's not that cool, mm. but being like, oh, it's okay. I, I do this for, for me, not for people. Right. Right. For sure. And I wanted like, sorry, I, I will bring that up later, but I, think that um one is obviously want to say I'm really proud of you I'm proud of you like you're doing really big things and I'm and it's just it's really fun to see you really get excited about something that makes you excited and for you to put it out there in the world um I appreciate that Thank yeah you. of course it's gonna be a good weekend so follow prosper.clo on Instagram yeah. and watch out for the new stuff coming out soon Definitely. And also just let you know, um, since this was like a part of a two part, um, podcast, we're going to go make sure we start recording. Cause we did a poll like two weeks ago on our Instagram to see like who, if, if you guys would want us to start posting our podcast on YouTube and also like just YouTube in general and anything like that. And so we got a lot of responses of people saying that they would listen or be able to, they would actually would watch or listen if it was on like a video format, which is interesting. So that's not me. I don't watch podcasts ever, yeah. but apparently people do. So we um, want to say that it's not going to be like fancy. <laughs> you know, this is our, like when we start recording for now, I don't think it's going to be fancy. You know what that means? Like, it's not going to be like, oh, each person has like their own camera. And you know what I mean? Mm. Like we're going to sit down and film ourselves and it's going to be like raw footage. You yeah. Know? With like maybe some uh, edits that AI will help us with. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, AI is crazy right now. So you can have AI do Actually, there's AI you can cut the footage and make it seem That's what I'm like, saying. but we'll see. Whatever uh, AI can help us with is what we'll do. But one thing at a time. We'll put it on YouTube for people who, some of you guys are listening probably maybe don't care if it's on YouTube, but for those who did on Instagram, you may not be listening right now, but it's going to happen is what we're saying. But yeah. since it's a two-part episode, it won't probably happen until um, we're done with this type of series we're doing, and then we'll go ahead and put it on there because yeah. that our rebrand will say. Yeah. So we are very excited. I gotta start looking good again because right now I'm in my hair wrap. I'm like chilling in my pajamas doing this, and so I gotta like look a little presentable for y'all, but that's okay. Same. I don't mind looking good. So my hair is crazy right now. Yeah. But yeah, so I just wanted to give some updates of that, and even that we will, for those who did say that they wanted us to start doing a YouTube channel in general, just with more stuff behind the scenes or kind of what's going on in our life. And just kind of advice on that way we will we're looking at doing that as well so a lot of changes are happening in the fall a lot of really fun and exciting things are happening in the fall too yes um just just a kind of little teaser 
for those who have been wanting to work with us, but just obviously can't afford maybe more of a, um, a higher investment right now, there's going to be a really effective and fun way for us. If you guys work with us, that's going to be way more affordable and lower cost. Um, so that's coming to y'all soon as well. So we're, we're really looking, we're really, we've been working a lot of really fun things for you guys. So sometimes when you see us quiet on Instagram or in our stories, cause we're doing some stuff. Yes. So it's coming and we're excited and look forward to that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so, you know, last time we talked about porn and the sex drive and all that stuff and how we think that porn is not great. Yeah. Uh, it's actually a terrible thing, I think, for our, our society. And though we talk about, you know, sex drive and how to like see sex drive and how to handle it better. Um, yeah. And so I guess today we wanted to give more practical tools in terms of like, if, you know, you're the partner uh, or just your couple in general and you like someone finds out that like the other person is struggling with porn. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that is important to say here. We're talking about people who are struggling with porn. We're not talking about people who are okay with doing porn. Because mm -hmm. that's a, a distinction that we need to make is like, okay, some people are okay with that. Some people think it's okay. We don't think it's okay. And so if you are someone who, you know, has a partner who's struggling with porn and they are actually like, you know, working on it or like they're willing to work on it and, and they know that it's not good for them, then this is for you. Yeah. But if you're someone who thinks that it's okay um, and they don't need to do anything about it, then this is not for you. Yeah. Just like if you guys have the same values when it comes to porn, of mm -hmm. you both don't want it. You both don't want to be part of our life and our relationship, but this is what's happening. So what, how do I maneuver through that? And do, do I say something to my partner? Do I just let it go? Like, how do I communicate anything? Like we're kind of really talking to you. Yeah. Cause we know that that's a real thing. A lot of people are experiencing it and they don't want it, but it's part of their life and it is part of the relationship. Now what do we do? Yeah. I think we can make a case for people before we get into it. Um, for like, let's say you're with someone, and you find out that like they are doing porn um, and they are okay with it, but you are not okay with it. What do you do? That's mm -hmm. something that I do want to talk about yeah, because we do not believe that you have to put up with that. Mm -hmm. Like, if, especially if you're dating, you don't have to put up with that. Like you don't have to figure out a way to accept that for yourself. Like it's not, we don't think it's acceptable. Uh, so if they're okay with doing porn, then it's up to you. Are you okay with them <laughs> to be doing that? Uh, but you're in a relationship with them or like, you don't want that. And it's okay for you to say you want to leave because even if you're married and like, you're someone with okay with doing porn, um, that means they're they're for us. It's almost, it's, it's like cheating. Mm. They're fulfilling their sexual desires with something else, but you um that's cheating now we do know couples who are married and have had one of their partners struggle with pornography but they were active actively working on it and they knew that it was wrong right and that's for us that's a very different very different thing yeah for sure and so i don't know if you want to talk about that the other part beforehand a little bit before we do that well i guess I, I just had a thought too it was like let's say you're dating and you're you find out your boyfriend or your girlfriend uh, struggles with porn and they're working on it and they um, um 
yeah, they know it's wrong and all that. Now, if you're dating, it's not the same as if you're, if, uh, if, uh, you're married. It's not the same thing. You know what I mean? Same like, way. if you're dating, it is your choice still to know if you want to stay with them and go through the process of them getting free from that. Sure. Or if you want to leave uh, and let them get healed and get free from that before anything happens. Not that you have to wait for them, but like, it is, it is fair. If you're married, it's different because there's commitment there. And I, th I think there is so much value in staying with the person and trying to figure out how to process that uh, um, and get healed from that. But if you're dating, you don't have to take that on. Like, mm -hmm. it is not your responsibility to take that on. Right. It's uh, I've heard this from somebody who I really trust and respect of. For every relationship, like you're going down a road and every every so often there's like a bump in the road. The bump can be, let's just say in this, in this example, it's porn and it's, yeah, it's porn. You get to choose if you want to go over that bump together or if you want to stop and like move, move, go somewhere else. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's not, there's no fault in that. Some people have, some people don't. It's up to you. There's you to figure out what, what is your experience? What is your, what is, how do you, what, what makes sense to you? But just then that's the right answer. Yeah. But does it make sense and it feels too triggering and too overwhelming? Then the answer sounds like is, then, then don't don't put yourself through that, you know. And if it's something where it's like, you know what, I I I I love this person. I really want to make this work, and I'm willing to stand in the gap with him in a sense. Okay. Then then that's that. Then that's then there's nothing wrong with that either. But just just know for yourself what makes sense to you, and don't feel bad for any decision that you make. Because yeah. as long as it's the right answer for you, that's all that matters. But you got to be aware that it is going to be emotionally taxing if you choose to stay. Yes. Like it's it's not easy. It you're gonna you're gonna feel like probably betrayed sometimes and it's, it's not an easy process so that's why we're saying that and that's why we're saying it's okay to leave because you don't have to take that burden on your shoulders if you're not committed to that person through like marriage mm -hmm. so disclaimer i guess if like you're dating someone who you're going through a process with them that's a disclaimer it is going to be emotionally hard and taxing for you as yeah well. so but yeah um, I think we probably cleared everything we wanted to clear. Um, but if you are in a committed relationship and you or you chose to process that with, with your partner and, and uh, figure out how to, they can get healed and that, all that stuff, I guess let's get into it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, well, I think the first thing is, you know, there's going to be a big need of vulnerability. Yeah, 100%. A need for transparency, honesty, um, and, you know, bring light to whatever's going on. It yeah. is probably the, the number one thing. That was the number one thing for me when I was struggling with porn is God told me you need to share about it with people you trust. And that was probably, that was probably the hardest thing. Yeah. Uh, it's probably that that first step of like sharing about it with people you trust and opening up was the hardest thing. Um, and if you're not able to do that before you get in a relationship, then it's probably not, it's probably not good for you to be in one. Yeah. It's cause it's a being, being vulnerable about something that you feel so shameful about is the hardest thing. It's already hard to do it if it's like, oh, it makes you uncomfortable because I'm not sure you're going to respond in this situation. You're kind of like. I'm going to assume your response isn't going to be great, right? It's not, it's going to feel like it's not going to be great. Of like, I don't know how you're going to, what you're going to think of me with something I've been dealing with for a while. 
and it's something I really, really feel a lot of shame about. But shame is something that we like tackle 100%. We like things that you keep hidden always get bigger. If you keep it, if you keep it in the dark and you don't share something, it's always going to make it's going to make you feel worse. It's gonna, the shame is going to grow and continue to increase and increase and increase, and it's going to feel like a bigger hole that's going to be harder to get out. And sometimes yeah. you just gonna have to rip the bandit out and just do it. You just kind of have to share it. Like, okay, you know what? This is what I'm dealing with. I want to get freed. Like, I remember when I, I won't even go full on details, but I, so I dealt with, I was struggling with masturbation for an extremely long time. Um, but I haven't done it in years, but when we were like, during a little bit when we were dating, but even before that, I was doing, experiencing it a lot. Um, <laughs> Slow down. Sorry. Um, before we were dating, I was experiencing it a lot. Yeah. And I, I came back from ministry school for winter break and I just like struggled like really, really hard, like probably deeper than I've ever had before. Um, and I was like, uh, I'll just honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really open and vulnerable here, but I was like in like a, like a, I didn't send any pictures or anything, but I was like in like a chat room, like talking to people like, let's well, just, that's, that's where it that's where it got for me. And I remember I felt so much shame. And I remember I literally that morning, I couldn't like, I just felt so much shame. I couldn't sleep. And so I just like knocked on my sister's door and be like, I did something. I did, this is what I did. I'm, I feel horrible. Please take my phone. I just need, like, I, I just need you to know. I just need, I need accountability. I need to be free. Like, I, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm, I, I was doing so well. Like I didn't experience it for six months and suddenly it was just like a big, I felt so much shame, but I didn't even allow shame to really dig its roots in me. I was like, nope, knock on my sister's door. I blurted it out. She's like, she just woke up. She's like, what is happening? I'm like, this is what's happening. Please, like, I need help. And it was just like immediate, you know? And, and I think in those situations, when you rip the bandaid off, it doesn't allow shame to even allow, like, cause if you try to like really coax it up, like, this is what's like, okay, this is what's going on. Like, it's hard sometimes. You kind of just like, it's like you throw it up, you know? And, and when you do it with somebody you trust, it really feels safe and it lands in a safe space. Yeah, I think that's what people have a hard time doing is because um, they, assume that people are going to be judgmental uh when they share about it yeah but if it's like people who are like trustworthy and are friends you know they that shouldn't be their reaction and if it is then that's a different problem uh, probably not good friends to be with but you know most people from my experience are not judgmental and they are actually like are very compassionate and understand and you said, you know, a lot of people also struggle with that too. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I think that's uh, vulnerability start there. Um, but then, you know, if it's with your partner, there's, you know, uh, I think it's different. Mm -hmm. You need vulnerability and you, the partner needs to, as, as a partner, you, you shouldn't be judgmental of, um, if, if the person you're with is struggling with porn, like if they're sharing about it, you should not be judgmental. But I think the other person also has to understand that since you're romantically involved in that relationship, you can feel betrayed. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's fair to say that it is normal if you feel like you're, you're, you've been like betrayed and you know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's a different, it's a very different dynamic there than like a friend. Totally. So, and it can, it definitely depends on which level you're at in your relationship. If you guys just started, you might not feel as betrayed because they're just telling you for the first time, like, Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. 
But if you if you've been dating for months or years, for example, and you just found this out now, and they're telling you or married, yeah, that. Or if you knew, you know, obviously you are married and you still know that they're dealing with it, and then that happens, it does feel like it could feel like a deep level of betrayal for sure. Of yeah. Like, yeah. Why I, was not you? Know, you can get your head very quickly. And I think that's something that both of you need to be okay with. Is like, okay, there isn't a need for vulnerability, but also it, it is fair that one of you is going to feel betrayed in that process. Um, yeah. Now, once you start sharing about those things and you know, you know that this is what's going on, what, uh, what do you do? What is, what, what is important to know? <laughs> yeah. Once you share it, I think that's when, cause obviously right now I want to make sure make it clear. We're talking about the partner's perspective. If you want to talk about your perspective, there's other episodes for that. And so if your partner is dealing with it, what do we do from there? Like you, your partner told you, okay, you're choosing to say, and now that you're choosing to say, how do you protect your heart and how do you protect kind of like, um, how you're feeling in this in the midst of it. And so I would say, no matter what, always knowing that you, you cannot be your partner's only accountability partner. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot be your partner's only source of who they told. Because then you're going to feel, yeah, your only support. Yeah. Because you're going to feel very overwhelmed and very much just like, it's like you have like triggers on your phone if they watch porn and you have to talk to them about it. And then you're kind of like, you feel like you're, their, you can feel like you're their parent and eventually being like, yeah. that's not your role. Your role is just a partner. And and it's, and if they, they feel like they're, they have a difficult time experiencing it or they're having thoughts about it or anything, they should go ahead and talk to their community or accountability group about that. Find accountability outside of your relationship. Cause it's not your, your role to be your partner's girlfriend or boyfriend or spouse and also their accountability partner and also their source of support and also the source of strength when they're feeling weak. And like, you know what I mean? Like that's a lot, that's too much for one person to hold. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree with that. I think that um, your partner should find an accountability partner for sure. And it shouldn't be you. Um, cause it's kind of weird. It's like, cause I had an account, an accountability partner when I was working through a, a the porn addiction and all that. And, you know, those conversations are like, not easy. And I can't, Im- I can't, I can't imagine doing that with my partner. It's like, cause you actually like, have to be real and like, you know, be like, okay, like, I've done it this week. I've done it that many times this week. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's something that your partner should carry at yes, all. Like it's, it's, and obviously then what, what should you carry? Like, what, is, what is your, as a partner, what are you, what should you take on? I guess. Mm. And I do think that having regular check-ins is, is a good idea. Mm. Um, I think that talking about it, it's not, it's not like, I don't think that you should have that one conversation where you get vulnerable about it and you share or I think if, I think we didn't even talk about what if like you didn't share and like you find out on the spot if you get caught. Um, I think that in that situation, then obviously there's going to be a different conversation because there, there's going to be a real, uh, a discussion with your partner about, okay, is it like, are you trying to get free from that? Are you like, uh, uh, recognizing that it is wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's different. But in the context of like your partner actually opened up, that's what I think we're talking about too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So having regular check-ins um, just to make sure that like 
there's progress. Yeah. You know? And I want to say too, it's progress and also you kind of sharing like, because if you felt betrayed, you might be walking through some of the same processes that would it feel like if you, if somebody cheated, right? You might feel suspicious when they're on their phone, are they doing something? I, like when they're going to sleep, it, you might have all these questions in your mind. And naturally some of that you're going to have to just like, um, like be open and talk about and be like, I'm feeling a lot of insecurity right now. I'm feeling really in my head. Yeah. This is kind of what's going on for me. Like, and obviously again, as much as you're communicating those things and your partner is going to like, is going to hold that you kind of getting your own support too, as well could be helpful. And only if it's coming to the point where it's just like terrorizing you, you can't sleep and it's like really, really overwhelming and you're coming to your partner and they're feeling shame. And a lot of times shame triggers a lot yeah. of stuff. And so I think you guys can talk about like what makes sense. And during your check-ins being like, this is what I'm, this is what I'm needing. This is what I'm feeling. How are you feeling? What are you needing? Let's communicate in that, in that space of figuring out like, how can we be supportive of each other as you're experiencing this? And how can you still support me? Even yeah. though you are experiencing this, I think yeah. it's going to be really helpful. Yeah. Cause I think that it's important to remember that even though your partner is the one going through something, there's still like, cause that, that's going to be probably one of the major part. And I guess that's, that's one of the parts that we want to talk about too, is like someone who's like trying to recover from like a porn addiction or anything, they need a lot of like affirmation because usually like porn addiction is rooted in uh, uh, a lack of self-worth and mm -hmm. self-love um, and for me that that was the case and what helped me get free from it is realizing that like I am not defined by my porn issues mm -hmm. porn addiction uh, actually I am defined by what I want to be which is free yeah. And this is what I chose to define myself is like, even though this is going on, I don't choose to believe that I am bound to it. I choose to believe that I am free from it. I am a free man. I'm a powerful man. I am a pure man. Uh, I am not defined by my porn addiction. Mm -hmm. That's what the, your partner needs to believe. And I guess I would say that as the, the other partner, the other person, you need to affirm that in, in your partner, um, but like you said, you're not their source of uh, affirmation. Like they shouldn't seek uh, uh, identity in you. Yeah. Like you, you don't need to be like, yeah, the main source of support. That's something they have to figure out on their own with people around them, with uh, if they're Christian, you know, through God's word. Because um, for me, that was if I didn't have that, then I wouldn't have any. I wouldn't have had any foundation to believe that I'm free. Mm. The reason why I believe that I'm free is because I, 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 I had my faith and I looked at what God was saying about me in the Bible, which he said that despite my sins, like he didn't look at my sins. He looked at, at me through the eyes of love yeah. and through what Jesus did. And that, me that meant I was free and I was pure and I was holy. And that was like the biggest part for me that really helped me uh, walking free from porn. It's so good. So that's super important. As the other person, you need to believe the best about your partner. Even though they're going through that, you need to believe the best about them. You, don't, you need to not define them by that and yeah. affirm that in them as well. 
because yeah. if that's what they're doing, then there's, there's something wrong there too, obviously. For sure. Um, and that's, that's like the biggest part that's really going to break them free from anything. And, and just even having the life that they desire is to identify themselves to what they want to be rather than what they're at right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's when you feel hurt and you feel insecure, sometimes unconsciously we, we can make decisions to try to regain power mm-hmm. back. And a lot of times you can do that by being critical and being shameful. And that's not okay. Like I, I like catch yourself in those moments because our words, like I've heard somebody say this before. Um, cause this can be for a man and a woman, whoever is struggling with this, but you're only as powerful as a, as a closest person to you believes that you are. And if you, if your partner thinks that you're a victim, a, like, yeah, a, a, I wasn't going to say a victim, but if your partner thinks that you're like, um, like if you as a partner kind of come at your, at your partner and being like, wow, you're, you're so low now, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're so, so broken, this, like you're broken. You're like, get, kind of get your, get your act together. Like let's discuss whatever. If you come at it in that way, your partner will not one, it's either not going to last because that's not okay. Yeah. Or in two, you're, you think you're, you're going to, it's not going to actually going to bring any freedom at all. Mm-hmm. Shame doesn't bring any freedom. Actually, it's going to keep you only stuck and it's only going to keep you deeper and deeper in your cycle. The only way you're going to get freed from like, um, from any addiction is actually for one, like having that support and having an, um, you as a partner have to believe that your partner is still the same person, even though they're experiencing yes. that stuff. Like yes. if you don't see them that way, then you need to check your heart and figure out how to maneuver your mind and believe that that's actually true. Even if they hurt you, does it not, be, does not mean that they now are this way. Yeah. Especially if you're going to stay with them. If you can't separate that, then, then, then maybe it's time for you to, to double check what makes sense. Yeah. Cause if you can't still see your partner the same way of like, you hurt me, but I still see you in this way. Like I still know that you have the potential to be that person still and will then that you're not going to actually be helpful in your partner's process. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that if you want to see freedom uh, manifested in your life or in your partner's life, they need to identify themselves as a free person rather than a, like a, a slave or a prisoner that is on his way to freedom. Because... Yes, we are all works in progress, but the way uh, um, the things that we want are manifested is when we believe that they are already ours right now. Mm. So your partner who's struggling with porn, they are not broken. They are not weak. Yeah. They are not victims. They are powerful human beings and they are able to control themselves. Like this is what you want to believe. And this is what obviously most, cause that, that's, that's basically we're saying that because we, we, we understand the importance of you affirming that in them. But obviously the most important thing is that they, that they believe that themselves yeah. uh, more than you believe that about them. Uh, because that's, what's going to really help them walk the walk that they want to mm-hmm. walk. That's a lot of walk. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And like you said, not shaming your partner, uh, is super important. Um, because yeah, shaming doesn't work. And I've tried shaming myself for years. Oh yeah. 
and you probably try that too everyone does it and it just kept us in the same cycle because the problem is that whenever like porn or masturbation all that stuff um there's a, a part of it that's an addiction and for me there was that addiction um but then i was able to break off of that addiction but then it after being an addiction it became a coping mechanism hmm. because then i realized oh i'm not addicted to it anymore like i'm not just doing it because i i feel like i i, I really need to do it but it's more like i feel kind of lonely right now i feel kind of small right now yeah. i feel kind of ashamed right now i feel I don't feel great and i need and when you you are in those moments what do you need you need affection you need love you need uh, uh self-worth and that's why people do porn or masturbation when they feel like that they go towards that because it gives them a, a good feeling yeah it makes them feel good because they feel bad and so now you need to replace that coping mechanism with what is actually the, the real love the real affection which is your 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 sense of identity mm-hmm. and your sense the sense of self-worth and self-esteem and self-love um that is actually going to help you uh understand that you feel lonely but that's okay like you don't need to do that you're you're not lonely you're yeah. not small mm-hmm. you're not weak you're not broken you're not uh something to be ashamed of mm-hmm. you know um that's so important i think Also, what I'm trying to say is that if you're the person on the other side, you don't need to see yourself as like their nurse. Their savior. <laughs> yeah, or their savior or like you're not the one who's going to bring them out of here of it. You're going to be a help because that's just how that's what we're supposed to be as uh, partners and spouses in a relationship. We're supposed to be helped to each other. Mm-hmm. So you are going to be a help like even not just for negative things, but even for like, as I'm trying to do a business or she trying to be to, to do our business, we're helping each other in that way as well. You know what I mean? Like as much as we speak life into the positive things that we're trying to accomplish, we also need to speak life in the, the, the things are not as good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because anytime, anytime you speak death, the only thing that's going to happen is more death. Yeah, so. for sure. And I want to say this too. If you're, The partner obviously and your partner is experience watch watching porn anything like that if you're you're dating somebody who's actually trying to get free from it remember that you're like them watching porn has nothing to do with you mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with how much they like you or how much you're you being good enough or you uh, yeah, not being it. enough or anything like that like i want to make that very clear because it's very easy to be like why buy Why is he watching porn? Am I not doing enough? And then you might mm-hmm. be tempted to be like, try to give them more. Like it has nothing to do with you. Addiction has nothing to do with the person. It's actually everything to do with their, like it's an, it's an addiction. Like it's, it's all so much with their brain Something at this deep. point. It's so much deeper and it's so yeah. much rooted in deeper things. And so being able to protect your heart and remember and always speaking, I want to speak that to yourself too, in that moment of like, Hey, if my partner is watching porn, and he struggled with it last night or whatever, It is not because I didn't do enough for him that day, right? Mm-hmm. Not like you have to do anything, but you know what I mean? It's not like because I didn't, I wasn't pretty enough. And so he just like needed a whatever, or even for on the guy's end, I guess too, like it was, it's nothing to do with you. Yeah. It's nothing to do with you. And so I want to reiterate that. And like, as you're communicating anything to your partner and like, I just want you to be able to protect your heart. Yeah. And you're in this process of this, this work isn't easy, right? 
like it's it's kind of it can feel really taxing and a whole like ideally if your partner is working on getting free then like you can feel unresponsible and unattached to that process in a sense of there's nothing to do with you and as Matthew was saying too it's not you that's going to get them free yeah. it's not you know what I mean um and so as you're in that process and you're feeling if you're feeling triggered or you're feeling overwhelmed you're feeling anything like just being making sure that you're attending to your heart and you're in the needs and really just seeing what you need in those moments too and don't don't hesitate to communicate those things yeah um to your partner if it feels like something that they actually can help you with or if it seems like something you need to like get other help with like a, a therapist or coach or whatever you know what i mean like if it feels like it's too much of like okay my partner knows all the things that all the fears i'm feeling but not only is it because he's watching porn or she's watching porn it's actually triggering some deeper things in me that i didn't realize mm -hmm. that's coming up for me that's like it was kind of dormant until this moment and now like all of this anxiety and all of this fear showing up for me that might be something that you go ahead and get some individual help with because it might be something that's triggered more than just what's happening here and some other stuff that's um been there for a while mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah um yeah that's good i think um something that's also important is maybe having mentors like another couple that can like help you guys with that i think that that i actually just thought of that but i think that's actually that would actually be really helpful mm -hmm. um because it's it's always i think it's always good to have like a third party whenever you go through something like that yeah. that can have a, a different perspective and it can also be just counseling too mm -hmm. you know um it doesn't have to be like another couple but it can be uh, also counselors and um, I think that has also a lot of value in the type of situation. Like for me, like I, if it wasn't for people who were uh, uh, counselors for my life, I don't think I would have been able to really walk out of it. Hmm. Like I had people I could talk to um, about this and that really helped me walk free from, from it. So That's good. I think that, um, yeah, I think that has a lot of value and you should definitely do that. It's uh, I know we don't like to say you should, but I think in that type of situation, that would be so helpful and healing. Yeah. The, the, I think that applies. So, but yeah, um, I think there was a lot of, a lot of good information mm -hmm. right there. Yeah. And if you're someone in that situation, we feel you and, um, we understand what you're going through. Um, but we also want to say that it is possible to walk free from it, even if it's been a long time. I struggled with it for more than 10 years mm. and now I'm, I'm fine. So <laughs> I'm not even like, like, okay. How long have you been free from it? Um, before we started dating. So it's been more than five years now. Yeah. So yeah. And that doesn't mean that you never get like tempted, but I never get tempted in a way to like, oh, I could almost do it. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it never gets to that point anymore. Sure. Um, and I think that's, that's important to say too, because sometimes I really, I remember when I was addicted to porn is like, sometimes I would even see just, uh, a girl not dressed very appropriately or whatever, like something real quick, especially with like social media nowadays. Um, well now I actually like, I, when when that happens, I like delete the thing or say I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but like when I was struggling with porn, I remember just seeing that would trigger it and I would just go and do it. Mm. But it doesn't happen anymore at all. Like I'm not even like tempted to do it like that. That's awesome. Yeah. So I just want to tell them that it's no, that's, possible. Yeah, that's, you know? that's, that's encouraging for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I really like, I, I, sorry, I, I, I forgot, but I really like what you said about like the fact that it's never your fault if they're doing porn, like it's not because you're not giving them enough or yeah. not doing good enough. And if that's the case, if your partner told you that, then your partner is no, that's a red flag. definitely the problem. <laughs> no, huge. Yeah. Absolutely not. So it's, it's not your fault. That means that they have communication issues and that they're okay with porn. So that's, again, the first thing we talked about today is like, we're not talking for those people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that was good. All righty, y'all. We hope this was helpful. Um, let us know. Obviously, if this was something that you, that you enjoyed or thought that was that was helpful for you, you guys can send us a DM to be like, this episode was really helpful. Thank you. Anything. Share it with somebody. Um, write a review. Um, rate it and subscribe as well. And um, we will have a revamp soon. Maybe that'll be like a season three. Maybe we'll end at season two and we'll do season three when we start doing YouTube on it. That'll kind of be like a revamp. Because we're revamping. So... Anyways, we love you all. We hope you have a great rest of your day and um, stay connected and committed. Love wow. you all. Bye. Bye. Thank you.